on, you can't stop it. You gotta juggle it all, don't drop it. Hurry up and wait, don't hesitate. Too what is equity? What does it mean? And how does it impact me? As a person, as a leader, as a citizen of this life. Welcome to the Radiance Real Talk series. I'm your host, Carol Burton. Thank you so much for stopping by and being curious. You know, equity is one of those words that people have different meanings. Maybe you don't even know what it means. And equity impacts us in so many ways. So I thought to do a series about equity because of its importance. When I think of equity, I think of it from two very different camps, if you will. One is uh, financial. When I was learning about equity and finance and statistics and economics and what all that means, that's where I learned about equity, right? So the Merriam-Webster dictionary talks about it in that way of, you know, equity is the money value of a property or of an interest in a property in excess of claims or liens against it. That equity is a common stock of a corporation. That equity is a risk, interest, or ownership right in property. According to Merriam-Webster, uh, equity is a system of law originating in the English chancery and comprising a settled and formal body of legal and procedural rules and doctrines that supplement, aid, and or override common and statute law and are designed to protect rights and enforce duties fixed by substantive law. I thought, okay, that, that, okay, I get that. The other way that I look at equity is from a justice perspective, a social responsibility perspective, if you will. So Merriam-Webster defines equity as justice according to natural law or right. Specifically, freedom from bias or favoritism. I think that equity, if I look at my life every day from a financial perspective and from how I move in the world life perspective, it makes sense, right? Totally makes sense. I'm like, okay, I can see the two definitions of equity being interrelated Therefore, it has the same, you know, same word for two different meanings. I remember as a child, my mother was an elementary educator and she said something very profound to me that I didn't realize how it would change my life. She said, Carol, there are two people who are the most important in a building. She said, the two most important people in the building are the secretary and the janitor. And I looked at her and I said, why, mom? She said, because one opens the doors and one closes the doors. And I thought, that's very profound. It also was a life lesson for me to treat everyone fairly in the context of to respect them because I never know what I'm going to learn from them. I think it goes into the same 
vein of never, you know, judge a book by its cover because you may miss an amazing model. You may miss an, an amazing novel. You may miss an amazing, thought-provoking, life-changing adventure. And so I've begun to understand equity in all of its nuances, so much so that I equate equity with the platinum rule. For me, equity is almost like a 2.0 of the importance of inclusion and diversity from a cultural standpoint. And in a previous podcast, I talk about how I equate inclusion and diversity with the golden rule, which we all know, treat others as I want to be treated, right? And, equi and equity for me is the platinum rule, which is treat others as they want to be treated. So I understand of how when there are two or more people, I becomes we or I becomes us. I do understand that. However, I choose to put myself in that person, the other person's shoes. I choose to listen from their lens of how they see life. I choose to understand, as I call it, where we all sit on Gibraltar, not as a hierarchy, but an experience of wisdom archy, right? So some of our amazing geniuses in this world can be seven years old. They may not have a hundred years of experience, but even within seven years, many of our citizens have amazing experience at seven years old. And we see that play out constantly. So equity for me has been developing and evolving and, and it continuously will. So that's why I want to do a podcast, uh, actually series on equity specific. And I thought, okay, where could I form this so that as leaders, we understand what that looks like, what equity looks like in the workplace. And hence, what does that look like in our daily lives? Right? So I'm always looking at what is the quantitative and what is the qualitative, both in the workplace as leaders and also in my daily life? What do the two look like and how do they correlate? How do they bridge? So I, I, I thought about Bowman and Deal. Okay, so back in 1991, Lee Bowman and Terry Deal outlined a four-frame model and they presented it to the world through a book called Reframing Organizations, The Artistry, Choice, and Leadership. It's a great model. Most higher ed, post-secondary, post-high school use the Bowman and Deal model. I want to take that academic model and drop it into what does that look like in, in our workplace and what does that look like in our life? So bear with me. So the four areas of the Bowman and Deal frames, if you will, is structural, political, human resource, and symbolic. And I thought, let me break those four out in this podcast series. 
taking from the lens of workplace, leadership, and daily life. What do those, how do those interact? How does Bowman and Deal interact? Because when we think about it, everything we do is a structure, is a system, and is organization. That's it. I always say when there are two or more people in the room, there is politics. When there are two or more people in the room, there is organization. <laughs> there is symbols right? There is human capital. When there are two more, I call them parties personally. When there are two or more people in a meeting, there's going to be movement happening from an organizational perspective. So that's the reason why I'm choosing Bowman and Deal. From the workplace perspective, we can look at how equity works within Bowman and Deal because equity in the workplace is really about how everyone receives fair treatment. So from a company culture perspective, there is transparency, right, in the cause and the effect through equity. And everyone knows what to expect in the terms of rewards or even in consequences. When failures and success happen in the workplace, and everyone has a voice at the table and all the systems are level set from the get-go, it sets up, equity that is, sets up a true, fair, and advantageous environment, if you will, for the employee and for the employer. And it impacts directly the company culture. Totally influences it. So it's another way of looking at how to infuse, if you will, inclusion and diversity within the company culture and how equity plays in underneath all that. And so when equity plays out well in the workplace, Carol, what does that mean? You've got a higher employee retention. You've create, if you will, employees to freely give of themselves in ways that they may not. When employees understand that there's authenticity and trust, they will come forward. They who are the people who get it done, who make it work, who help the movement happen for the organization. If they know that they are supported, if they know their ideas will come to fruition, if they know that they can contribute, employee retention will increase. It'll sustain to the point where it is easier for organizations to attract talent. It really is. And for the organizations to be nimble and agile, to continuously be adaptive for the change. Because then it increases the reason, the purpose, the mission, and the vision of the, of the organization. Hence, if the culture achieves, money comes in. Customers and clients will show up because the company put their intention out there. Something to consider. And so within that, if we look at Bowman and Deal which is where we're going to go in this series. 
if we look at the structural changes, the political impact internally, that internal political movement of the structure, and how the human resource, the professional development, the advancement, the human capital comes into play with the symbolic, how the culture does what it does, the company culture, the image, the ceremonies, the rituals that are created. I believe that Bowman and Deal with structural, political, human resource, and symbolic, those four are looked upon within the lens of equity, it can make a difference. And if it makes a difference in your work life as a leader, obviously it makes a difference in your personal life. Think about that. So the next episode about equity definition and redefining definition in this way with Bowman and Deal is we're going to talk about structural first, for sure. Then we'll go into political. Then we'll move into human resource. And then we'll end with symbolic. And we'll wrap it up at the end of that series. So the Radiance Real Talk question is, how does equity play in your life daily and in your work life? What does that look like? And how can equity, looking at it from structure, political, human resource, and symbolic, interplay and change how you operate in your organization, where you work, and in your life? Think about that. That's a good one. Until our next encounter, take care of you because you did not rise today to be mediocre. Carol Burton is a dynamic storyteller that keeps her audiences engaged from the beginning to the end of her topic. If you're looking for a speaker for your next event, consider Carol. Please visit radianceresources.org for more information. Located in the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro area, we thank office centers where this podcast was recorded. For more information, visit officecenters.com. We thank the amazing jazz artist Vicki Mountain of her song, Too Bad, our podcast theme. Thanks to Joshua Michael Films for help with video production and audiovisual needs. Find him at joshuamichaelfilms.com. Special thanks to Sarah Patnode of Full Stride Digital Media. Thank you, Sarah, for your vision and cheerleading. For more information and podcast notes, please visit radianceresources.org.